The late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Jim Allister doesn't see that problem. He sees the, the, the real issue being whether or not there's a backstop. He's, he's not concerned about the long list of worries via Yellowhammer and is suggesting that it's highly, highly, highly unlikely anything like that's going to happen anyway. Total worst case scenario. And he, he's more interested in the best case scenario. Uh, wh- where do you stand on all of this, Jimmy? Well, you know, both of them have arguments which are uh, interesting uh, and have force. Um, I mean, as Jim points out, it's uh, pretty much a worst-only scenario, a worst-case scenario. Um, It may not happen. uh, And indeed, since the document was published, uh, the government has and probably will continue to work to uh, prepare for a no-deal Brexit. Um, so that's, you know, I, I do accept that. I also accept uh, uh, Eamon's analysis of what might happen on the border. But the thing about it is that whatever you, wherever you stand on it, it's going to be bad. And it's going to be unnecessarily bad. And there's an option which is popular, uh, which would avoid it and uh, is looking more and more likely. Uh, and that is the idea of a Northern Ireland only backstop, um, which which is popular with business. So to some extent, uh, I don't know whether it's going to be uh, as uh, the, 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 a no deal Brexit um, is going to be uh, atrociously bad for Northern Ireland or simply very bad. But why not, why not put our energies into getting the solution that is very popular with many business people? Um, it's probably got a majority in favour of it in Northern Ireland. And if we we're not sure about that, let's put it to a referendum uh, and work on that. So my view is, that, you know, let's not argue about how bad a no deal is going to be. Everybody knows it's going to be very bad for the UK. Well, say most people accept that it's going to be bad for the UK, certainly initially, and it's going to have particularly serious effects for Northern Ireland. Let's, let's sidestep that and, and go for something that, that, that really is, would work for us. Uh, and let's pursue that as an objective. Well, quite a few politicians, but Jimmy, quite a few politicians do argue, including the likes of Jim Allister, that, you know, the United Kingdom can stand on its own two feet. It may, there may be readjustments, as he accepted, but it, it, it could be the beginning of a bright new dawn. Well, I mean, eventually, even in a no-deal Brexit, um, uh, there there will be the possibility in the future of concluding a deal with the EU. And people talk about a no-deal. A no-deal Brexit is a a temporary affair. The problem is between the no-deal and creating the new trade arrangement or the new trade agreement, there could be a lot of people losing their jobs and a lot of businesses uh, uh, pulling down the shutters. So that's, that, that's I, I, while I accept that over a period of time, I don't know how many years, five, ten years, 
the UK could emerge uh, even stronger than it is uh, now. Uh, no. But the fact is, why, why, why take that risk? Why take the risk that it actually, you know, that that mightn't ha- happen, that we might never recover our, you know, our, our original position? And, and, and why have the uh, intervening period, the five to ten years, where we have uh, initially chaos moving then to a more settled situation? It, it just seems to me that in life you've got plenty of risks. Why add to them? I mean, yes, it could be a new dawn. It could be brilliant. It could be wonderful. Um, the only thing is that Jim doesn't know that, and I don't know that. And the fact of the matter is, we're going to have to conclude a new arrangement with the EU so that we can trade with them. They're our biggest trading partner here in the UK. So we're going to have to have that arrangement. What is the first thing they're going to ask about? They're going to say, right, we'll give you a, new, a trade deal, but we're going to have to have a backstop. <laughs> So, so we're back to, back to the backstop. You keep coming well, back to the backstop. Of course we're going to be. Right, right. So no let me, but, Jimmy, let me ask you this, because this is on the back of this Yellowhammer uh, document that says some cross-border trade would stop. Agri-food would be uh, worst hit by tariffs. There'd be job losses, road blockages. There would eventually uh, there would be tariffs on goods coming from the Republic of Ireland into Northern Ireland. Cross-border smuggling would increase. There'd be confusion in the fishing rights, or on the fishing rights in Northern Ireland waters. There could actually be clashes at sea. Those are some of the main bullet points as a result of worst-case scenario no-deal Brexit. Now, would all of those be eradicated with a Northern Ireland only backstop? Would, would, well, of course. Would all of them accept and this is the this is the, the critical one that you, you you could argue that we'd still be looking at public disorder. There would well, be public disorder if a Northern Ireland only backstop is foisted upon people who don't want it. Well, the the the, the thing about um, the thing about uh, a No Deal Brexit means that you. Uh, create uh, a, a position, a border on land, you, uh, and that gives people who want to create mayhem an opportunity. They give them a focus. You know, there are there will be then checks on the border inevitably both ways, uh, and that gives uh, a target for them. When you have a Northern Ireland only backstop, you will have a border down the Irish Sea. But um, we haven't really talked about this um, this option um, uh, for a long time, although the EU uh, uh, seemed to like it. But you could have those checks um, in ports on the other side of the channel. Uh, so, in other words, in Liverpool and in, in perhaps in, in, in places like Glasgow or wherever. We don't have to have... Uh, we don't have to have the customs checks or whatever checks that might be required in Northern Ireland. In fact, I dare say that would never happen. They could actually even happen at the factories, at the plants which are supplying Northern Ireland. So that means that there isn't the target. There's no, you won't, you won't be seeing EU customs officers striding up and down Larne or Belfast or Warren Point or Derry, Londonderry, you know, and examining goods, providing the target for, for those who want to create trouble. So that, you know, you might, yes, have some, some uh, you know, protests on the street, but there isn't the same, they don't have the same level of targets. And I, I, I'm not going to suggest that I know that there won't be trouble because, um, yes, people are concerned about this 
new barrier that a Northern Ireland only backstop would create and that that might lead to some some limited action on the streets. But the thing is, the potential for uh, the, 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 the leaving with, um, with under a no-deal situation, I think, creates potential for much greater trouble. So it's it's a lesser of two evils in my in, in my in my view. But so how do you get it? Okay, but how, how do you get it through? How do you get it through Parliament when Theresa May couldn't get it through Parliament? Is it after the general election well, that all the figures are different? Well, because because um, the 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 hardliners, the ERG group people within the Conservative Party, all believed that if they got the right person in charge, they could Boris, for example, running the show. Uh, and Mr. Reese Mogg, and they could they could get these people. Then they would secure a deal from um, from Brussels. The problem was that Theresa May was far too weak, and she caved in. Get Boris or somebody like him uh, running the show, and we would get a deal, and we would be out, and we wouldn't have this uh, backstop uh, imposed upon the UK. Well, it's not really working too well. He can't even get his ideas. Through. You know, he's stuck in the House of Commons. Uh, everybody, he can't get a majority to do what he wants. So I think there's a sense of realisation coming to those hardliners that uh, some form of uh, deal will be necessary. And the Northern Ireland only backstop provides the potential for a deal with the with with Brussels, and it also means that the rest of the UK, apart from Northern Ireland, uh, will have the freedom to conclude customs deals across the world, whereas the existing w- uh, withdrawal agreement doesn't. So it provides uh, it provides um, Boris Johnson with an option, a way out of the present impasse. Now I know that he has said he will not tolerate. Uh, a Northern Ireland only backstop but well, you know, politicians change their minds and I think he wants to keep the DUP on side until he decides he doesn't need them anymore and at that point uh, I've always believed that the DUP someone uh, will do the dirt in the DUP and I think it could well be uh, their friend Boris Johnson because he's going to be faced with an option of no exit from the EU, no Brexit or doing some form of deal with with the EU and and leaving on reasonable terms, I think he's going to go for a Northern Ireland only backstop. I've said it all the way along, and I'll say it now, a Northern Ireland only backstop with a border down the Irish Sea is the best of, uh, not a, a very a, a attractive set of propositions, but it's the best one of the lot. And Theresa May sits in her posh house thinking, what was all that about? <laughs> That's right. That's right. But, uh, but then she, she should have... But then she couldn't do anything... The problem was that she had that rump and she couldn't do anything with them. And they kept, I'm talking about the ERG people and the hardliners, and they all kept voting her ideas down. The withdrawal agreement wasn't a bad ag- agreement. Uh, it was decent enough for us. But um, the the backstop, Northern Ireland only backstop, um, is a much better arrangement. And it's, look, it's popular with people in Northern Ireland. Business likes it. What's what's wrong with it? It's not popular with the DUP, and the DUP <laughs> are the biggest party in Northern Ireland. Their voters are now yeah, shaking the radio. But, yeah, but they're not. They're quite possibly, and let's put it to a referendum. Let's ask the people: Would you put up with a Northern Ireland only backstop? Um, and I suspect that a majority would say, for goodness sake, I don't want it. I don't want it particularly. 
I mean, I'd rather just the, the UK stayed in the EU, but let's go for it. Let's let's ask the people. Everybody keeps everybody's saying, look, we need to to abide with, by the wishes of the people. Let's ask the people in Northern Ireland. Would you accept a Northern Irelandly backstop? It's it's a very straightforward proposition. Taking the first step to breaking up the the United Kingdom. Well, it wouldn't. It wouldn't, and people shouldn't hype it up like that. It, it just wouldn't, um, and and uh, you know, I mean, I, I know it wouldn't be desirable, but uh, for for people of a unionist disposition. But but look, what? T- tell me this. Give me another way out of this present difficulty. Give me because a No Deal Brexit, as Yellowhammer is suggesting, is not going to be a, a good proposition. And actually. Curiously enough, I'm not one of those people. I'm a Remainer, but I'm one of these people that the people, the the, the people in the UK, uh, well, in majority in England and Wales, voted to leave the EU. That is a democratic decision in their part, and it should be honoured. We should the, the UK should leave the the, the should leave the EU. But I think the only way it can be done. To, in a sensible way that protects everybody's interests is with a Northern Ireland only backstop. So I actually favour. I mean, I mean, I'm a Remainer, but I'm a favour of people having them having voted that way in the referendum and a majority. They should get what they want, but they shouldn't get entirely what they want. And the fact of the matter is, a Northern Ireland only backstop is the best compromise. Okay, and you see Boris dumping on the DUP ahead of staying in the European Union with some form of ongoing extension. Yes, if he has to, I mean, he might go for an extension now, but if it, if it becomes absolutely clear, I think it is pretty clear, that he cannot get any form of a deal, um, and he cannot get a, sorry, he can't get a deal from the EU, um, which removes the backstop, and he can't get a no deal through the House of Commons, and then he will opt for the, for the, I mean, politics is the art of the possible. And the possible is an agreement with the EU to have a Northern Ireland-only backstop, and then he begins to get some support from Labour uh, MPs who recognise that their constituencies are uh, Brexit voting, have a Brexit voting majority, and don't want want an election which will put them out of office. And I think there's a good chance at this this late hour that we will get this sort of arrangement. I've always thought, don't repeat myself, but I do think I do think it is the way ahead. And look, look if, if, if I'm wrong, if the, if the population here um, say, no, we won't, don't, we won't have it, it's not acceptable, we're not going to go for it, well then, you know, yeah, so park it, and then I don't know where we go. <laughs> I love that, Jimmy. <laughs> we could have started that sentence, we could have started the conversation with that, because none of us know where we're going. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that 
rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts.